0: You can also feel
1: like a constant purveyor of bad news um, that nobody wants to read. That's Melbourne Age reporter, Mickey Perkins, speaking at a Zoom session organised by the Media, Entertainment and Arts Alliance, entitled Climate Reporting, Every Journo's Round. This is the latest episode of Climate Conversations, and I'm your host, Robert McLean. Climate Conversations is assembled here in Shepparton, in Northern Victoria, Australia, on the lands of the Yorta Yorta people, yes, the stolen lands of the Yorta Yorta people, and I pay my respects to elders, past, present and emerging. The Alliance says that reporting on climate change is no longer a niche round for journalists. Rather, it says climate impacts are felt across health, property, infrastructure, business, environment, agriculture, regional news, weather reporting, natural disasters and more, much more. Ethical reporting on the causes and effects of our changing climate is crucial and in the public interest. Tight deadlines, increased workloads and complicated science make it challenging. Challenging for journalists to ensure they have all the facts in the context, to report confidently on these issues and to ask the right questions. And so how can journalists report on climate change in an accurate and informed way? Well, you can hear a panel of experts, including Professor Leslie Hughes from the Climate Council, Mickey Perkins from The Age, and Joss Gilbert, a My man, farmer and academic, discuss these issues on the webinar, Climate Reporting Every Journos Round. You'll find a link to the recording of that session in the show notes. First, we'll hear from Professor Leslie Hughes in the five minutes she was allotted, and then we'll hear from Mickey Perkins,
2: We are going to hear now from Professor Leslie Hughes. Leslie is a founder of the Climate Council and she's been the lead author of two assessment reports from the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. Now, the IPCC is a body of the United Nations which assesses the science... Uh, related to climate change, Leslie is a professor of biology at Macquarie University, where her research has mainly focused on the impacts of climate change on species and ecosystems. Thank you, Leslie. Your five minutes begins now.
3: Thanks very much, Karen, and good evening, everybody. Thank thank you for joining us, and thank you for asking me along today. Um, I guess my first and most important message is don't be afraid to report on climate change. In fact, I think it's every journalist's responsibility to report on climate change um, because climate change, in my view, and the view of many millions of people around the world, is the single most important threat to human existence and to the existence of all life on Earth. Having said that, climate change science can be really, really overwhelming it overwhelms me. Why shouldn't it overwhelm everybody else? Um, so one of the things I would like to say is that there are good sources of clear information. If you're really into it, as Karen said, there's the IPCC reports. The the sixth assessment report was, which is the latest one, um, is in three parts. The first of which came out last August, and the other two in March. And each one of those reports, which are about a million words, so they're pretty overwhelming. Um, nonetheless has a very good executive summary at the beginning. So for general climate information, um, that's a great source. The other great source, of course, and of course I'm biased, is the Climate Council and the Associated Climate Media Centre. And at any time, if you want to check the facts, find out more information, then the Climate Council is absolutely there to help you. Um, That is uh, their role. And we are all more than happy to assist you in any way. As Karen said, climate change is not just an environmental issue and it shouldn't be reported only as an environmental issue. It's an issue that affects all sectors, uh, be it agriculture, health, um, tourism, uh, social cohesion, our economy, our security, absolutely everything. So there are plenty of opportunities to report on climate change. It's generally considered that Australia is one of the most vulnerable countries, certainly the most vulnerable developed country to the impacts of climate change. And we are seeing those impacts all the time. Um, The black summer bushfires and the recent flooding on the East Coast being two examples. But it's not just that. Um, Climate change is now affecting all our weather. Our atmosphere is warmer. It's holding more water. Basically, all of our weather is being affected by human activities via climate change. So it's it's not a matter of saying, is this event climate change or not? That's actually the wrong question. Um, All our weather is being affected by climate change, which is not to say on occasion we don't get some really cold days because um, certainly we've been experiencing those recently. It's important to realise the difference between Climate and weather. So weather's the what you experience on a on a daily basis, it determines whether you take an umbrella to work or not. Whereas climate's generally in the past been thought of as um, weather trends over 30 or so years. I have to say that with the climate now changing so quickly that we we are detecting those human activity signals in climate over much shorter time periods than that. And we're we're frequently seeing the word unprecedented referring to um, extreme weather events. And every time you see the word unprecedented, every time you see um, records being broken, um, that really is the result of human activities on the climate. Um, I wanna say something very quickly about the word attribution. I know journalists um, think of the word attribution as, as referring to where you get your information Um, where you credit your sources. Attribution has a specific meaning in science as well. Um, It's when we we give an actual percentage to say, well, this climate event um, has been made 150%, for example, worse by human activities affecting the climate. Uh, And those are called attribution studies. So I wanted to clear that up. Attribution studies are often done sometime after an event. um, But that shouldn't stop anybody reporting on things like the East Coast floods recently as being influenced by climate change. Um, Some climate change skeptics and deniers will say, and some politicians, uh, now is not the time to refer to climate change and report on climate change. My response to that is, now is exactly the time to report on climate change because it is when we're seeing the impacts of climate change affecting um, real people, real communities, real aspects of the environment. So I guess to sum up, um, don't be afraid of reporting on climate change. It is the most uh, important issue facing us. It is absolutely the responsibility of all of us to address it. And absolutely, um, journalists are an enormously important part of getting the right message out to the community.
2: We're now going to hear from Mickey Perkins, an award-winning journalist for The Age and the Sydney Morning Herald, who is the climate and environment reporter. And needless to say, she's been having a busy, very busy time of late. Five minutes starts now for you, Mickey, and I will give you a time call at about four and a half minutes. Thanks, Karen. Um,
0: I've actually got some notes. So if you see my eyes sliding to the right, it's just because I'm making sure I haven't forgotten anything. There's lots to get through. Um, As a reporter, I thought the best thing for me to do would be to talk about what the barriers are when you start reporting on climate, and what's confusing for people sometimes. Um, the the you know the main things I thought about were that the science of emissions and and climate can be confusing. Um, you can also feel like a constant purveyor of bad news um, that nobody wants to read. Um, it can be difficult to know how to report on such a big and overwhelming global issue and also difficult to know what sources you can trust. So just to quickly go through those, um, obviously, uh, Leslie mentioned it before, but the IPCC, you know, is the place to go uh, in my view for accurate rigorous climate information um, it's free it's accessible the executive summaries are a lifesaver um and it's global but it does have some details about specific countries if you're looking for australian specific stuff i would um, highly recommend having a look at the state of the environment report that came out probably a couple of weeks ago now um very thorough covers you know the last five years and, and how we know the environment has been changing in australia um, and also, you know, you've got sources like the Bureau of, Bureau of Meteorology and the CSIRO and academic institutions like universities. So there are literally hundreds of climate scientists in Australia, um, and many of them want to speak to journalists because they want to share the information that they're getting. Um, so if you say to them that you're new, that you're a bit unsure what you're doing, you're, you know, you're, not, you're not sure about the emissions science or, or anything really, they're always very helpful and keen um, and to help in my, in my experience. Um, the second thing is obviously the idea of that you're always reporting bad news. Um, it's, it's a tricky one in climate because there is a lot of bad news in climate and, um, and it's not getting any better at the moment. But I would always recommend that if you're reporting in this area, You try and leave in your output, um, lighten your output from time to time with the small wins because there are wins happening all the time, Um, whether it's being, you know, a species that's had a breeding success or like we saw today. I mean, I don't know whether you regard it as a win or not, but some people would. um, The climate legislation passing federally, um, communities coming together to organise around renewables. There's always something you can find that's good for the readers and it's good for you as well because journalists suffer from burnout, they suffer from eco-anxiety like anybody does Um, And climate change is not a light or easy round, and that needs to be acknowledged. Um, So it's terrifying, but it's also very exciting because through your work, you can play your own small part in trying to put the best information out there for your readers or your viewers and so people can make informed decisions about who they vote for, the actions that they might take, even where they spend their capital. Um, And that's really important. That really matters. Um, Most of you are not going to be a a pure climate or environment reporter. You've probably come into it from a different um, reporting area. So think about, you know, how you can put that one line of context, that one bit of background into your piece that puts whatever you're doing in that wider context and puts climate back in the frame. It's such a global issue and it's such a complex issue that sometimes that can be very overwhelming to know where to start. So I would just say where you can always try and localise climate change Um, Unfortunately, in Australia, we are, you know, experiencing climate change in many different ways. So there's always a local story that you can find to try and illustrate things like sea level rise or higher precipitation um, or flooding or whatever, unfortunately. Um, And, you know, really think about breaking the information down for the audience. So using assets like graphs and images, um, video, anything that provides some sort of clarity to this, you know, very overwhelming topic that, to be honest, a lot of people just want to turn away from. They want to turn away from it because it's it's overwhelming and it's really scary, and we understand that. So you need to make it accessible for them, some sort of hook that draws them into the story.
1: As I mentioned earlier, you can find a link to the recording of that session in the show notes. Renewable energy is going to be vital to help us navigate our way through the climate crisis. But renewable energy can only be built using minerals, minerals, Minerals which have to be dug from the earth, and that's often a common criticism. Greg Dalton tackles that subject on Climate One, and you'll find a link to that entire episode in the show notes. We've reached the end of this episode of Climate Conversations, but there's so much happening in the Climate Conversation that I'll put a few links in the show notes, so please check them out. But until we talk again, please take care, stay safe, and please be kind everyone you meet is fighting a great battle.